0: Hello, so this is episode two of The Tekken Life of Me. So, just gonna, you know, give a little bit of an update. Not much has honestly happened as far as between this episode and the last. Other than just kind of following up with my house and all that fun stuff. But other than that kind of quiet, saving up all all the money that I can and really looking into what I really want to get as far as um, networking wise. And I might actually just convert my little closet area to just be entirely a networking room keep everything close I do have to check thermals in there I really do so I might just punch a hole between that room and the next and and connect it to a portable AC which obviously energy but it's also cooling we can see if a fan just works just dump all the hot air from uh, that one room to the other since it's a bigger space and place that actually does do all the cooling so but that's kind of a question of seeing how that stuff works see that or replace the door but I don't think my theater room would like that too much just hear the light whirring of fans just oh during a theater other than that the other thing I was looking at is replacing my tabletop for my desk with a solid core um, tabletop that's mostly because the Ikea Lindbergh or whatever they want to call it now is basically cardboard with a filling of honeycomb cardboard. So it's not exactly the most sturdy thing in the world. Sure, you can put a desk and a, you, should put, you can put a computer and a monitor, keyboard, and all that fun jazz, and it will fit fine. But as soon as you, as you start punching holes into it. I don't know if that structure will last. Cause I do, I do want to mount everything so nothing wiggles that much. So I also want to reduce from a four monitor setup to a two. But I honestly don't know if that's going to be super effective in doing in doing so. So we'll have to see. I might just make make it a four, but that also means I have to have a video array in the back, which I don't know. I don't know if I can commit to that. Building that up is just a pain. I'll have to see. But another news. So on Friday, um, I actually went to see Detective Pikachu, which totally not bad. I mean, obviously, plot uh, the plot and story was designed for kids. I mean, there was enough adult teeth in there that that um, it made it kind of entertaining. And I heard actually that there's enough bloopers, outtakes, and cut footage from Ryan Reynolds to make an R-rated Detective Pikachu, which Pokemon will <laughs> never ever put out. Uh, but. And if you haven't watched it, you should go ahead and watch it. I'm going to actually be spoiling a scene that I like really, really a lot. Because it was absolutely hilarious, really. Um, So this is kind of your final warning before I go into that scene. But yeah. So three, two, one. So Mr. Mime is totally dead. So uh, the, the, the whole interrogation scene from Detective Pikachu is oh, oh so, so hilarious. Uh, but it's just it's one of those scenes that you have to see it, it describing it and I'm not very good about describing things anyways. So there so I got like a disadvantage on that already. But that whole scene It just cracks me up So If You get a chance to see Detective Pikachu You gotta take it So um, And then There's a lot of good movies Coming out in the last couple of weeks It really is Three weeks, uh... No, four weeks ago now. No, three weeks ago. uh, Avengers Endgame comes out. Two weeks after that, Detective Pikachu. And now this week, John Wick. So. I'm kind of debating if I should go see it in IMAX. I might just catch a showing after I'm done with work. Honestly, it's, it, it's not like it's an Avenger movie to me, so I don't have to see it in IMAX. It'll be nice to see it in IMAX, but the movie theater that I like to go, which is the Alamo, so bless their soul. Uh, they just really—it's Alamo or bust—to make the movie, the movie viewing process just oh so great not that I'm ever sponsored of them Um, for now I'm not going to take any sponsors that's the other thing Uh, until until I kind of get a following and kind of gauge on how you guys want to view my content with or without ads I mean Anchor makes it really easy Sorry, uh, there's a fire truck somewhere. I have no idea where. It started blaring, but I can't see the sights, the signs or lights. Hmm. I don't hear anymore. Okay. Well, anyways, so as I was saying, um,. I don't know if I'm gonna actually do ads. I'm just in general not a big concern of revenue. Cause honestly stuff like this, talking, talking to myself, well at least talking to myself to a crowd and streaming on Twitch, those are hobbies honest to God, I don't want to make it a career Uh, because A, my personality is not the greatest for, you know, facilitating 8 plus hours of streaming. Not to mention um, not to mention uh, all the other work that you have to do with networking, you know, finding sponsors, etc, etc. That's just not me. I like doing this as a hobby and not as a professional. So I'm going to keep it that way. And besides, I do have a professional career and I like where I am. I don't need, I, I'm, there isn't really a need for me to leave that field. So, that's that. Um, anyways, so back to the Alamo. Um,. I've always heard about Alamo from uh, places like Rooster Teeth and you know the other companies down in Texas, and it was always one of those things of like I wish we had an Alamo up here. I wish we had an Alamo up here. And about actually about a year ago, I figured I found out that they had an Alamo. Like. 15 minutes away from where I live, Uh, and it's crazy because they were up for like six months when I when I saw it. It's like, holy shit! Why did I not hear about it? Of course, I don't I don't watch or listen to the news, so I don't know about the Alamo. So it, it is. If IMAX is not an option, or I don't want. I don't need to see a movie in IMAX. Then Alamo is the place I go, because AMC, all the the Regal cinemas, I'm they're good movie theaters. And CMX is actually pretty good too. They've actually been a better movie theaters that I've been going uh, that I've gone to. But honestly, if if someone is talking too much, someone uses the phone and stuff like that, that that, that just pisses me off. And so, you know, obviously the way that Alamo's policy is designed is that you have one warning and you. if you break that, you are done. Um, and they have a very strict no phones, um... um Aggressive talking is the best way I can say about it. It's like, I mean, and I mean, you should have seen the uh, or heard the crowd in Endgame when I watched it at the Alamo. It's just like, (gasps) (gasps) no, kind of deal. So, but I mean, when when it's appropriate, that's okay. It's just can't be blabbering at all. You know what really, really sucks? Uh, when I watched Infinity War at IMAX, there was this chick two seats away from me, down one row. I was just checking her phone all the time. Was like, ah! And I mean, it's that the darkest settings, but ah! So annoying. It just pisses me off. I, I'm, I'm going to a movie theater. I pay good money to go to iMAX, maybe get a popcorn, maybe get a slushy oh get one of those special drinks that they they serve during that and, and get slightly drunk. I don't want to be taken out of the movie by having a cell phone being waved around. like can you at least stow it for about two hours? There's nothing in your life that is so important that you go to a movie theater, sit your ass down on a chair for two hours, and you cannot handle checking your phone for those Facebooks or whatever. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. But it's, it's usually really evident that it's an emergency. Your friend's tweeting at you or or someone upstate, updates their Facebook or, uh, or likes your cat video that you just posted. That stuff can wait about two hours. Don't ruin it for the rest of us. And if you do that, listeners of my podcast, I don't want you in my podcast if you do that. Show some damn respect to the movie. And that is why I go to the Alamo. Uh, and. and Even if it's a showing in an IMAX. I might just go to the Alamo. Just because. It's a premium movie theater. You order your foods. They bring it to you. Which can be inter- uh, annoying. And you know. Kind of weird. But they're, they're usually pretty trained about being as unobtrusive as possible, but regardless of the fact, I like Alamo better, plus the food's good, expensive, but really good, but hence, that's the place I live at, it's not exactly the poorest of the poor, so, (laughs) which... brings me to my next point it is probably going to be really expensive to live where I'm going to live um, not that I cannot afford it it's just I wish stuff was cheaper but I mean it's not going to exactly break the bank if I if I have to eat somewhere super expensive so is what it is I chose the place I lo- uh, I'm living at, which I really like. So. Regardless of the fact, you know, it is where I'm gonna live. I'm paying some pretty deep damn fine money for it. Which apparently the value of my house has actually gone up in about the six weeks that it's under construction. So went from like5 55000 dollars to 57 or 55 uh, three hundred fifty five thousand dollars to three hundred seventy thousand dollars so it went up about two thousand dollars apparently so got a love of the markets now here's the thing. That I did over the weekends too. I played Division, played a little bit of Final Fantasy, uh, did some. or Final Fantasy XIV. I like MMOs, it's really bad. Really can't wait for the uh, Stormblood, or not Stormblood, but uh, Shadowbringer expansion, which is gonna be at the end of June, so there's about what? Six weeks left? So, in between the six weeks of the expansion, I have to move in, get my network up, make sure everything is all ready, and get my power, get my utilities, get all this, get all blah, get it blah, 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 and and be able to game for about a weekend or so. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. But, I will have the game, and I will play it. Because I like it. Oh, and actually, between the the episodes, I'm actually going to be doing something a little bit different on Anchor. Because I don't know about the the web application. But on the mobile one, um, I can't organize my library. So... all the editing I did last week is really really bad because now I have like 12 or 13 different clips uh and I can't delete them without deleting my first episode so uh, that's gonna be it so what I'm gonna be doing is I'm gonna be recording in a long format kind of style um now, that that being said, I don't know if the web version uh, is going to make it any more simpler. Mostly on the organization kind of sense of it. Um, I really do wish that there was some better organization saying that, hey, this is Project you know, 001. Uh, this is for Episode 1. Recorded all along this day or, whew, It's amusing. Or maybe I recorded uh, Part of it one day And finished it up on the other um, I mean, That stuff happens all the time Now I'm not I'm not wanting to make Miracles out of this app Like this has to be the The big Wonder One Podcasting uh, cr- podcast creation tool for your iPhone or iPod. Uh, As ironic as it sounds, uh, I do a lot of video editing too. Same thing with photo and audio. Uh, This is is just stuff from a very long time ago. I used to do it as an after school activity. I created a uh, a whole, you know, um, school, a whole like um, school program, uh, school news program. Sorry, I can't even think of the word right now. that I'm um, driving. But yeah, no, I I created a whole um, help. Well, not really created, but I help uh, build out a school network news network um, basically I was the engineer and if you don't know what an engineering engineer is in the sense of TV broadcast they do all the back end stuff like connect computers make sure that the TV monitors and cameras work absolutely perfectly so that the anchors and the cameraman and the teleprompter and the audioist or I don't know how you the person that controls all the volumes and stuff like that and the director does not need to concern themselves with all the connections yeah but I mean me part of growing up with tech obviously I have to be in the engineer I think there was only yeah there was only one time that I was in front of the camera and that was at the very last episode of the uh, year and basically my my entire news team just uh, said you have to do this you have not done one before you have to do this and there was one other person with me that that was on the same boat so we just did the news so um, but I, I honestly spent more time behind the screen and, and getting everything ready repaired and all that stuff than in front because honestly that is what a li- what I like to do. Uh, but regardless, it's all good. Um, for the most part, that stuff was fun. but kind of long uh, story short, uh, I do video editing and now I do it for fun. So it's all nice um how it pertains to podcasting well there there are some certain tools and workflows that you get used to like organization is one i can't even look at my list right now because there's 13 segments in my library and now 14 and they're all going to be disorganized because i can't create a folder. I can't organize it. And I can't delete it. Otherwise, i lose my first episode, which I don't want to do. So, my option is to do nothing about it and just do one long segment, which is what I'm doing. Um, When it gets down to, like, episode 20 or 25... I might delete the old archives. Not because I don't want to preserve them. It's just for sanity's sake. And plus this is episode one. It's not very entertaining. It's just really me introducing myself and um, what I want to do. What I want to do with my house. And uh, what I like. So... That is that. Now. Oh, what the hell. I'm not going to be turning. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Someone started to stop in the middle of the road. Um. Uh, I totally lost my train of thought. Not that I had one in the beat in the first place. Uh, now, the other things in, in part of my life is that I like tech. I like games. I really like games. Not that I play every single one, but I like consuming the media around it because you know there's a sense of community. A very egotistical community, but a community nonetheless. Um, and then, oh man, uh, so I was looking at Proxmox over the weekend, and I really, really want to do it. The sad part is I don't have any space to do it right now. Once I move in, I will. But it's the fact of. I need to move in first. So I can do it. That is the problem. Um. So for now. I'm not going to do anything. With it. I might just make a Proxmox. Uh. Cluster for robotics. Because honestly that looks like. It's the best way to do that. But I have no idea. Um. Like I said, I'm I'm thinking of just converting that base basement closet into a server room and just like have at the. It works out because I can do a fiber connection between the main switch and the cluster switch. Just make my life easy. Uh, although I think I'm pretty much maxing the 24 uh, port switch on there already. The other thing is, I got to look at the switching capabilities of the USG Pro. I don't think it has any based on the uh, USG, the regular one. Because they treat it as two separate LAN networks on those things. Uh, So, I I may and that's kind of up to debate, I may need Kind of relay it between servers and, and and the main core switch. Plus, there's this there's the whole DMZ zone that I want to have available. So, which may just end up being a DMZ honeypot computer as so. well. Hey, look at me, I'm a target, I'm going to totally be vulnerable on the internet. Yes, because I'm that dumb. No, not really, but a honeypot is good to have, so you can contribute to security research on vulnerable vulnerability practices how, you know, obviously, how's the, uh, defenders are gonna do anything if they're, if the hackers are gonna hoard all their vulnerabilities abilities, because it's not the right time to release it, you know? so, that's what it. that's what I want to do, <clears throat> now, having someone develop a honeypot for me, so I can contribute to, uh, security research that that may be a for question I'm kind of I'm honestly kind of surprised that no one has actually done it I mean there are some kind of public ones available or not public but uh commercial uh, ones that actually do do that but I don't know it's I don't necessarily want to have to pay for the right to make a this a marble. Yeah. So. In either case, uh, that is the end of the podcast. I am home. Or at least the home that I'm in right now. Uh, and for the most part, uh, that's pretty much it. Nothing to kind of comment on the next couple of uh, days uh work sleep game work sleep game um uh division two raid is out thursday i don't know if anyone in my group is gonna try to do that i talked to Buana about that uh see if he wants to get ready for uh the raids which sharing gear um uh, Buana is a streamer that i follow Uh, We're trying to be really active in the community. Uh, um, But when work comes up or personal things come up, that's what happens. So, uh, thanks for uh, listening for this second episode of my podcast. Um, What I'm going to record next is, I don't know, maybe Wednesday, maybe Friday we'll have to see uh hopefully i can get this edited and uh sent out um so i'll be playing some music in the beginning of the uh episode i don't know if it's just 30 second clips or if they put the entire thing in there so we'll have to see so thanks for listening